0: welcome back to the black roses podcast and today i'm here with data star how are you i'm doing well man how are you i'm good i'm good um you've worked with multiple artists throughout the scene such as people like dex kanashi Hayes nova are you somebody that is very open to working with
1: different people throughout the scene oh yeah dude i love it um it doesn't matter who I work with, honestly. Like, uh, I've got some stuff coming that I'm really excited about, but whether it's like Dex and it's more of like a emo kind of Midwest vibe or like Kanashi, who has a little bit more variance, or uh, especially uh, Price with Hayes Nova. I, that was a really fun one to make. Um, I feel like he has a style that's most similar to mine out of anybody that I've made music with. So it's always cool to uh, kind of see what each person brings to the table.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm
1: definitely down to working with anybody, uh, anything that kind of gets me going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just one thing that is so good about the scene in general
0: because there's so many different people that you're able to work with and friends be able to become closer with and grow with, also.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. Like, uh, it's private now, but I have a song, like, I think it's almost two and a half years ago with Dex. Me and him uh, both started around the same time, and uh, especially seeing how he's grown has been crazy.
0: Definitely, yeah. And when it comes to organization, would you say you are a pretty organized artist in general, whether that means finding time to record or set up release
1: dates? um release dates i'm I'm really bad on i uh i'm a big fan of just when i'm ready and the song's ready just throwing it out and then if people want to find it they'll find it that's uh i don't know there's something organic about it but when it comes to like the structure of making music i'm very organized going into it i have uh my channel's color-coded and i took the time to do all of that and uh but once (laughs) but once it's past that level my uh my DAW is kind of a mess. I have all my layers on different tracks on the same track, uh, automations in between layers. It's it's kind of a mess. It's a, it's a mad dash to get down whatever's in my head, honestly. Mm-hmm. And and when I'll it, my bad
0: for cutting you off. But when it comes to DAWs,
1: which one do you use? I'm a humongous fan of FL Studio. Um I've tried FL Studio, or not FL Studio, I've tried Ableton, I've tried uh, Logic. I'm just, I'm not as much of a fan. FL kind of makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I've tried
0: Ableton. I I didn't have anything against it. I thought it was just a bit too complicated for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the exact same boat with you. I'm definitely on the FL train.
1: Oh yeah, I definitely think it just depends on uh, how you got started, because... When I first opened FL Studio, I remember looking at it like it was a spaceship. But, I mean, that's the same thing I feel towards Ableton. It's just the process of getting to know it.
0: Definitely. And once you kind of find your style or are comfortable with what you're currently doing, and you've adapted your mix, and you're actually showing improvement, it's great to actually have it pay off. You know what I oh, mean?
1: absolutely, man. I... Uh... I had been making music for a bit. When's my oldest song? Maybe about two years now. But a year ago, I decided that I wasn't going to have anybody else do my mixes anymore. I was going to kind of step out of my comfort zone and take a four or five month break and kind of teach myself how to mix. And coming back from that is when I've seen the most improvement out of anything. Being like more closely attached with the actual process of the song instead of handing it to somebody and kind of hoping that they'll get my vision as well learning how to mix has been super super good for me
0: yeah i'm in the same yeah. boat 100
1: yeah
0: uh i was at the point when i had just started music where i was having 7 a.m mix my mm-hmm. things and then I got to the point i'm like that's just not fair on him because he's mm-hmm. got his own music he's got a collective runs that's i need to just stop being lazy and do it. And yeah. I I love mixing, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. it's It can be really scary at first, but once you get your feet in, and like, especially with my sort of type where it's a lot of glitches and a lot of vocal chops and a lot of automations, there's nothing you shouldn't do. If it's a thought and it pops up, I just, before I even consider should I, I just do it. If it works out bad, it's a control Z to fix. I mean, Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not just give it a try, man? See if it sounds cool. Yeah, for sure.
0: And when it comes to inspirations, who would you say your biggest inspiration is when it comes to music in general?
1: Uh, Aries, absolutely, Aries. Um, when I first found Sayonara, I think it was I had watched his production channel and I had seen a couple of his videos, but I was never a fan of or hadn't really paid attention to his solo music and then the Sayonara music video dropped and it for me at least it was a it was a combination of genres that i had never heard before in a way that was really pleasing to my ears so mm-hmm. i uh, kind of took that as a as a uh, a starting point and i added some other inspirations like breakance. i'm a big fan of breakance and i'm a big fan of the entire new hyperpop kind of wave so glaive eric doa all the big names kind of come into play a little bit especially with like the vocal chop portion of it definitely and
0: as you mentioned before everybody has a story everybody has a starting point to when they create music do you have advice for anyone that is attempting to make
1: music and are trying to start oh yeah um when you start you're not going to be the biggest fan of what you're making um it's going to take a while to get that confidence to uh to kind of be happy and really be content with what you're making. And I think that's the most discouraging part of it because you need time to learn. And some people come in thinking they're instantly going to be making songs like their favorite artists, but that can be really overwhelming. And it's important to take a step back and realize that it's a process and you've got to, you've got to figure some things out before you get to that point.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think it probably took me, About three and a half months to -hmm. finally get comfortable with recording.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. It's your recording voice is so much, it's almost more important than like your lyrics, your production value, or anything. A a bad delivery can ruin a song.
0: A hundred percent.
1: And if you weren't making music in what I'm guessing is your free time, what would you be doing? Um, I'm I play a lot of video games. I, uh, competitive games whether it's a MOBA or like a shooter like Valorant I uh I have a good time playing that with my friends I uh if I wasn't making my own music I'd have to say I'd probably be mixing for other people mixing is probably my favorite thing when it comes to the music process so Mm -hmm. I definitely still want to be tied to it somehow whether you know what it is whether whatever it is rather um I'm currently in university for computer science so That is something also I enjoy. So programming, coding, that sort of stuff, as a career one day, if music doesn't, or I mean, in tandem with music, honestly, it's just I kind of do it for fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. And when it comes to genres, you shed light on the fact that you are definitely on board with the hyperpop.
1: Yes, situation. Yeah. Okay. I I'm a big so. When when I was first approaching music and looking at like uh, busy work busy was it busy work bees it's like the production YouTube channel they were preaching like music theory music theory teach yourself music theory and that was like super overwhelming to me so seeing something like hyperpop where it's like a lot of those classical like musical rules and a lot of the structure that has been built around like making music is kind of tore down and you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. and people will still be like okay this is hard like i can see this i i think it's inspiring i think it's convincing a lot more people that they can actually make music definitely and
0: i feel like it's a very very good message through hyperpop whether you're not comfortable with your natural voice you can express yourself whether that's pitching up your vocals to whatever you want." altering Mm -hmm. your vocals it doesn't matter it's very good for people that are a bit
1: they're trying to almost express themselves. oh yeah it's it's i think it's one of the most expressive just uh genres even if it doesn't have as much like emotional cadence in your voice just the fact that you can kind of do whatever you want and take your own creative lead there's no like preset structure that you're attempting to follow 100%.
0: Hundred yeah. percent.
1: Which I, but that is another thing. I'm interested to see how that um, that preset kind of follows, because a lot of it is stemming from the fact that it's a new genre. So we shall see as it uh, as it keeps blowing up on Twitter and other streaming services. Definitely, yeah. And
0: when it comes to genres, what would you say your favorite genre of music to make would
1: be? To make, I um, are you familiar with uh, Shinigami stuff? yes so like heart attack and uh, that sort of stuff that like the more edm driven has been a huge um inspiration to me here recently Either shinigami that... actually blocked me on twitter he did for what <laughs> um i
0: don't quite i think he said something to one of his fans that was like severely rude in mm-hmm. my eyes i, I think yeah. i might have just taken it wrong and mm. I said
1: something to him, and he blocked me. Yeah, dude, it, it's the internet stuff happening. Yeah, so. <laughs> I try to, uh, I try to stay out of as much uh, kind of internet banter as I can. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting for sure. Um. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Other than, um, other than that sort of inspiration, like Nine Tails, or Sewer Person, rather, mm-hmm. I will tear that up ninety three feet of smoke, so a lot of like post hardcore inspiration um uh bedhead
0: mm-hmm. I've been
1: listening to a lot recently. I feel like he really well. he does a good job at combining like emo pop with this new hyper pop wave, so I don't know all these subgenres they're very interesting, definitely, yeah, and it's
0: it's cool that we're at the point where we're working with artists from different sides of the scene whether Mm -hmm. it's big or small it doesn't matter it's not it's very different from the mainstream situation where like numbers kind of define you in a way oh yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah absolutely i think a lot more of uh Twitter and SoundCloud and more underground music is personality and letting that shine rather than just your numbers. Their music.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. go ahead. If you were to have one feature out of any artist, who would it be?
1: Oh, that's so tough. um Either either ninety three or Aries. I I could never see Aries as a feature on a song though, so I'll have to go with ninety three. Hmm. Both would body me, but it'd be amazing just to work with them and kind of even be that much closer to their creative process. Yeah. And
0: from what I've noticed, like me personally, I'm not a massive 93 fan,
1: but from what I've heard, the features he he does are so good. Oh, yeah, dude. He, I don't know, out of the water on every single one. Like his features are crazy. Yeah, that's that's definitely a long-term goal for me. I'd love to be able to work with him at some point
0: Mm -hmm. for sure and out of everything you've done so far within music what would you say your
1: biggest accomplishment is biggest accomplishment um it's it's really just those little messages especially with my the most recent release of whatever on SoundCloud i just hit streaming services not too long ago but i've had uh i've had people actually message me and be like Hey, like, I think this is really good. Like, you should stick with this. And at the end of the day, it's those messages that kind of make it worth something rather Mm -hmm. than like plays or reposts or anything like that. It's just the fact that people are listening to my music and it's helping them with whatever they're going through. Or, I mean, even if it's just they're jamming along in the car, like, if it's bringing happiness to people, then that's all I'm for, you know? For sure. Mm -hmm. And. When it comes to projects, could
0: you see yourself making a full length album within the f- future?
1: With it, yes. I have been sitting on a lot of songs recently. I will get them about half done. Think in my mind who I'm going to get featured on it and then never send it to them and just hold it. So I'm kind of getting stuff together. I, Probably would do a couple more EPs before a full-length release album, just because I feel like those are a little bit better at gaining some traction. But mm-hmm. having, having a full-length album with like a, with like a set cadence and like, a, like an atmosphere to it has always been a dream of mine. That'd be awesome. For sure. I, really, I love atmosphere in music, and I feel like an album really opens up a lot of avenues for atmosphere in music. Mm-hmm, definitely. And do you
0: have any major reasoning behind your stage name? uh data star i used to be
1: kid star uh previous to that i used to be little star oh, so it, i remembered you yeah 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 so i was um so when i was little star uh i just liked stars i liked astronomy as a child so that was the first inspiration and then i wanted to hop off the little wave so i went to kid stuck with kid for a while but i felt like even though it's something as as subtle as just the word "kid," I didn't feel like it was fitting as much as what I wanted to do. So I switched it to "data" when I started making a little bit more of electronic influenced stuff. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I I like it, so I think I'll stick with it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I. Uh, this is this is really random, but while I've been taking a little bit of a break from releasing, I've been trying to learn how to self-produce. So. Maybe a side channel, which I would have to think of a name of for self-produced stuff. It's it's a good thing to get thinking of, I guess.
0: And that's something that a lot more artists are doing nowadays. Mm -hmm. And in a way, I think it's good, but I feel like there's a thin line between self-production and getting beats from someone that specifically focuses their time on beats oh, and production
1: yeah. absolutely that's why if i ever switched over and i started doing uh some self-produced stuff i would still work with the same producers i work now i mean mm-hmm. i it would just be more of on top of anything this that addition of um having more control over the creative direction but there's so many producers in the scene that are so talented whether it's jolster like uh michael warren or asa like such inspiration as inspirational people um you can never do what they do they're definitely awesome and i feel like
0: when you are somebody that does production and
1: vocals it's it's probably not easy to balance it out oh yeah there's definitely got to be like a mode switch in your head yeah from purely thinking of it from uh production standpoint uh layering vocals and Mm -hmm. all that business That's is why um i really i haven't had the chance to too much recently but working like directly with the producer rather than just like buying them off of youtube or other things which is amazing for producers i think it's one of the greatest things ever especially for small producers um oh i forgot my point there (laughs) anyways (laughs) anyways uh I don't know. The direction of production online is awesome. I love to see small artists actually be able to gain profit and be sustainable with what they're doing. Mm -hmm, Definitely. and It's not
0: like anyone at our level is making crazy crazy amounts of money obviously Mm -hmm. because it's it's not about the money. It's genuinely something that we do to express ourselves. So Mm -hmm. I think that there's always going to be toxicity, but this
1: scene in general
0: I feel like is more real than most.
1: Yeah, there's definitely more real people than especially when you see like Hollywood music and yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I, I couldn't imagine, man, hopefully never. Yeah, hopefully never.
0: But anyway, uh, I appreciate you coming on the show today. It was great Absolutely. talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I love talking. And anyone that wants to check out Datastar, their link will be down below. I highly recommend it.